episode of Baldur's Beers and Banter. I'm your host, Dave, here with me. A couple of injured running backs, Anthony and Moose. Hello! What's up? Oh, Anthony, it's going to be okay, man. It's gonna no, be okay. it's not. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I hate football just as much as I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say it's a love-hate relationship? Yeah. That, this that's week, what that is? A, that's what that expression means? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. Well, I only love you, Anthony. I, I don't hate you. Thank you. I appreciate Moose, it. Moose, on the other hand, totally love hate. Totally. <laughs> love everything about him. Hate that he won three championships against us. But what are you going to do? The man's a, a fantasy genius. Not so much this year, but but in general. Well, this is it's a it's a long term genius move. It is a long term genius. It as is long term genius. They get rid of. Matt You're mixing Ryan. it up this year. You're Joe mixing it up. Um, guys, that now that we've switched to one podcast a week. By the way, listeners, if you didn't already know, we record Monday nights when the week's wrapped up, so we can recap the week and set you up for the whole week. We got our uh, recaps coming up. We have our waiver wire and streamers, our beer rankings, a Reddit segment. It's jam packed. Um, so once a week, you can come listen to us. Except actually, you can listen to us twice a week because we are live on halftime every Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Download the app, come join us, talk to us live. It's been boisterous the past past few times on halftime. So, um, but I kind of want to just roll right into it. Anthony, are you going to be able to handle the episode tonight? Like, are you going to be okay? Depends what games I fall on. Um, yeah. yeah, well, we we'll prepare mu- like hours and hours in advance. Tons of preparation goes yeah. into this segment. So I, I know you already know, but uh, we'll see if you get upset. Um, it is time for our uh, recap segment. Just, yeah, to be, just to be clear, Anthony doesn't get upset. He gets vexed. He gets vexed. Yeah. Yes, very vexed. vexed. It was Halloween, so maybe we should say he's hexed instead of the vexed but you know happy halloween to everyone out there by the way it's definitely a hex this um, week. oh moose you gonna put the halloween music on this one um i suppose do i you could still have that you could I, okay i do okay. have it I somewhere so. i hope so listeners will already know if it happened because this is after but you do that post-production so we yeah. don't know but listeners <laughs> yeah. you're welcome all right it's time for our our recap segment of week eight it is time for the dave dash the harrison hurry up in the moose minute anthony what? You are on the clock. All right. We're starting with Thursday Night Football. Green Bay against Arizona. Green Bay wins this one 24-21. Quarterbacks didn't do what they were supposed to do, which is our expected 20 points in fantasy. Of course, we're always talking half-point PPR. Aaron Rodgers with 15.66. Kyler Murray with 10.06 and finishes the game with an ankle injury. Aaron Jones, on the other hand, who we said to start because Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard was out, got 20 Point five points. Fantastic. Uh, Chase Edmonds and James Conner on the other side of the ball. 14.4 for Edmonds, 14.2 for James Conner. Both of them got a TD. Another player that you should have started, Randall Cobb, uh, Aaron Rodgers' guy, 15 points. On the other side of the ball for Arizona, no receiver got in the double digits. DeAndre Hopkins, disappointing week, but he was hampered. AJ Green, 7.5. Christian Kirk, 6.6, who we said to start, did not do well. Tanya and got injured, and Ertz didn't get 10. Done. Thanks for that, Anthony. Well, guys, what do you get when you mix two struggling quarterbacks on on two terrible NFC teams mashed up against each other? You get a giant... And that was what the Carolina Panthers over the Atlanta Falcons was this week. Sam Darnold was the better of the two quarterbacks for fantasy with 11.7. And Matt Ryan with seven points, two interceptions, a fumble. Yikes. Two guys Anthony's been high on. Don't want to rub salt in the wound, but I just did. If you're a Kyle Pitts fan, it was one of those down weeks. 2.3 points, only two receptions and 13 yards. Yikes. Tommy Tremble outscored him, and that's not saying much. The biggest fantasy producer in this entire game was Zane Gonzalez with 17 points. Is he worth a pickup? Maybe. Panthers D had 11. You got to like that. DJ Moore was a bust. Uh, Rob, Robbie Anderson is a bust. Mike Davis is okay. Um, Chuba Hubbard, eh, he's all right, 12.6, but the real Real gem of the day, outscoring Mike Evans was Cordarrelle Patterson. We're talking Buffalo, Miami. Buffalo (laughs) swamped Miami, twenty-six to eleven. The only really relevant person in this game was Josh Allen with twenty-eight points. 
Uh, Tua got you 15. So if you're streaming them, I mean, you weren't terribly upset. All the running backs, in this, all the running backs in this game got under 10 points. Uh, Zach Moss leading with 8.8 points. Devin Singletary far behind with three points. Miles Gaskin put up seven points. And uh, Salvan Ahmed, only three points. Wide receivers for Buffalo. Cole Beasley led the pack with 16 fantasy points. Stefan Diggs behind him with 12. And Gabe Davis made an appearance this week, getting a touchdown, netting himself 10 points. And Emmanuel Sanders with a big old goose egg. On the other side of the ball, uh, Devontae Parker had 12.5 points. Good for him. Jalen Waddell, a disappointing 4.9, so that's not too great. Tight ends, Mike Gusecki put up some respectable tight end points with 8.3. Um, and Tyler Bass bringing in 10 points as a kicker. Ooh. Ding, ding, ding. I'm all about that All bass. right. That We're going to the San Francisco 49ers against my Chicago Bears, who oh. lose 33-22. to 22. But Justin Fields looked like a decent fantasy quarterback with 24.3 fantasy points. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo also looked like a decent quarterback with 27.28. So if you had any of these quarterbacks streaming, you did super well. Elijah Mitchell making his way uh, to the top of the running back uh, stat sheet with 19.7 fantasy points. But he did get injured in this one. Uh, Khalil Herbert didn't get into the double digits this week. It was a rough week for the running backs on Chicago. He finished with 7.8. My boy, Debo Samuel, who I predicted would be a top fantasy option at wide receiver, continues to kill it with 171 yards, finished with 20.1 fantasy points. On the bear side of the ball, no receivers in the top 10. Again, Allen Robinson, Roman numeral two, sucks. Uh, Jesse James, <laughs> instead of Cole Komet, killed it with 11.3. Done. I think that was a minute. I, I started it late. Hey, uh, how good is Baker? How good do you think Baker Mayfield is in fantasy with one working shoulder? The answer is exactly five points less than Big Ben with two working shoulders, and neither of them are good. Big Ben with 14 points says Baker Mayfield with 9.5. Yikes. Pittsburgh Steelers are like uh, Princess Leia in Star Wars. Help me, Obi Harris. You're my only hope. 19.5 points for Najee. He is a stud. Start him with confidence every week. Not much to report. Otherwise, Nick Chubb came back, but he was 7.4 in his first day back. Dearness Johnson outscored him. And, uh, you know, Deontay Johnson was okay. You know, you're not psyched about Claypool with eight points. Jarvis Landry with six. Yeah, it was a terrible, terrible game of fantasy. Pittsburgh wins 15 to 10. Um, but Pat Fryermuth guys 12.4 points i think he was four for 44 and a tiny potential uh tight end coming out of the woodworks definitely in dynasty keep your eyes on him and that's about all i got on ding, ding, ding. i got philly detroit philly absolutely crushed detroit 44 to 6 jalen hurts put up pretty small numbers for quarterbacks getting you 11.22 fantasy first points time. please don't interrupt the only person <laughs> doing worse than him was jared goffel who got uh, 7.8 points. Absolute disaster performance from both quarterbacks. Uh, running backs in Philly, nobody could have predicted this. Boston Scott somehow got two touchdowns. So did Jordan Howard. I guess if you randomly put them in your lineup, you you just you got lucky. That's it. That's all. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, 10 points, and that's it. That's uh, it. No, sorry. That's not just Jefferson. Sorry. Uh, Jamar Jefferson got 10 Jamar. points uh, for, uh, for Detroit. Um, DeAndre Swift, four points. Pretty disappointing. In terms of wide receivers, Quez Watkins, Jalen Rager, and Devonta Smith all totaled six points ding, 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 ding. All right. We're going to the Rams against the Texans. Rams... Beat the Texans 38-22. Matthew Stafford looking like a stud still in this week. I mean, Houston's terrible. Uh, Stafford put up 24.2 fantasy points, but Davis Mills also made his way into the 20-point uh, category with 20.4 points. Uh, Darrell Henderson, 21.8 fantasy points. If you drafted him early, if you reach for him, he's looking good now after coming back after that injury. Rex Burkhead making an appearance at running back for Houston because Mark Ingram is now on the New Orleans Saints. So he ended up with 12.3 fantasy points. Cooper Cup also continues to kill it. Number one wide receiver in fantasy at the moment uh, with 21 Ooh. fantasy points. Brandon Cooks, of course, 
Number one receiver on Houston, looking good as always, 17.3. Robert Woods also in the double digits, as well as Van Jefferson. 19.2 for Woods, 10.3 for Van Jefferson. And the tight ends, Tyler Higby continues to suck with four. And uh, B. Jordan, uh, tight end Brevin Jordan. Brevin. With 11.6 fantasy points. And, and done. done. I again started my clock late. So woo. That was probably a minute. I got the Tennessee Titans in a thrilling overtime victory over the Indianapolis Colts, 34-31. Of course, the big, big story out of this game is, and the big question all year was, who's going to stop Derrick Henry? Who is capable of stopping the King? And the answer is only Derrick Henry himself because he seemingly injured his own foot. He is out, had surgery. We'll talk about it later. He's out for potentially the rest of the season, or at least the fantasy season. Yikes. At least one league I'm losing, and Anthony very, very um, suspicious in another. Listen, Tannehill was back. Return of A.J. Brown. He is back with Avengers 26.5 points. Michael Pittman with two tutties and 10 receptions, 25.6 for Ooh, him. Baby. The Titans D and Randy Bullock were still stellar in this game uh, with double digit points a piece Jonathan Taylor continues to be uh, the stud that we all knew he'd be with 19.7 Carson Wentz looked like he was wearing an Eagles jersey he had two interceptions and a fumble only 19.3 Tannehill with 23.2 I'm bringing you Cincinnati Bengals New York Jets last week the headlines were saying Cincinnati's here to make a statement about how good a team they are this week they lost to the Jets Uh, quite a big statement Joe Burrow, however, put up 20 fantasy points. Fantastic. And Mike White, the backup quarterback in New York, put up 28 big fantasy points. So if you randomly started him, feel good about it. But I would be hesitant to add him to any redraft league as a quarterback moving forward. Running backs in this game, Joe Mixon got in for two touchdowns, 23 fantasy points. Michael Carter also got in for a touchdown and 27 fantasy points so you start either them you're pretty happy even ty johnson got a pretty good fantasy day 17 points uh and a tutty wide receivers tyler boyd led cincinnati with 17 points t higgins 11 points and jamar chase with 11 points so i think you know preseason everybody was wondering if joe burrow could feed three wide receivers maybe he can uh new england i'm coming at you with new england against LA Chargers. Uh, New England wins this one 27 to 24. Shocking. Mac Jones, of course, did enough in real football, but not enough for fantasy. 11.72 fantasy points. Justin Herbert, again, a mediocre week with 15.82 fantasy points. Uh, my boy, Damian Harris, 14 points. Not the craziest week, but still enough to move him up into the 14th spot with all the running backs in half point PPR. Uh, Austin Eckler, another big week, 21.4 fantasy points. Then moving to wide receiver, uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, I thought they would shut down Keenan Allen, uh, but they did not. He ended up with 16.7. Mike Williams had a very poor week with 2.9 fantasy points on the other side of the ball jacoby myers was the leading receiver for fantasy but with 7.7 only tight ends hunter henry did not look good jared cook neither done well the seahawks played the jaguars in football this week and i only need about 30 seconds to recap this game because that's about as long as the jags needed to lose it 31 to 7 for the seahawks the jags have Nobody to talk about on their side of the ball. Trevor Lawrence, who somebody on this podcast said would be good this week, was terrible. Jamal Agnew was the leading receiver. Some people on this podcast will tell you to pick him up. Not too thrilled about him on my side. And, I mean, Gerald Everett was a bust, but DK Metcalf and Ty Lockett both produced with Geno Smith because apparently the Jags can make anybody look like Russell Wilson. Speaking of Russell, should be back either this week or next. The pins are out of his finger. That's it. That's it. I needed 30 seconds. You don't want to ramble on? You, you have no. like another like 20 no, seconds. No, no, nope, nope. Okay, I'm ready for you, Moose. <laughs> All right, so I've got uh, Washington, Denver. I mean, this is going to be a pretty quick recap too because it was super boring. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 12 points. Uh, Taylor Haneke, 11 points. Disappointing if you were starting either of them or streaming them. Uh, in terms of running backs, I mean, if you started Melvin Gordon, you're probably happy with, with 16 points that he put up. J.D. McKissick, 13 points. Antonio Gibson, I mean, 
what a disappointing season for Antonio Gibson owners. He only got 6.9 points this week. And um, Javante Williams as well. We anticipated him having a big season, only put up five points this week. Uh, not too good there. In terms of the wide receivers, um, we have DeAndre Carter, who had a bit of a breakout this week, 12.6 points. Terry McLaren, a disappointing five points. On the other side of the ball, Tim Patrick with 7.9 points. Jerry Judy, five points. Cortland Sutton, five points. So nothing too exciting there. Uh, I mean, the most excitement out of this game is Broncos defense, who got you 18 points. Ding, 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 ding. And that's all. That's it. All right. We're going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against New Orleans Saints. Tampa Bay loses, or I should say continues to lose to the New Orleans Saints uh, in the regular season. Uh, they lose 36 to 27. Uh, Tom Brady, though, even though they lost, ended up with 26.2 fantasy points. Jameis Winston, only 10.24 fantasy points, and he left the game with an injury. Uh, moving on to running backs, Leonard Fournette, only 5.8 fantasy points, but Giovanni Bernard gets in there with 10.2, gets in the double digits. Alvin Kamara, 15.1 points, not a big week, but you know what? You're not upset with that either. Moving on to the wide receivers, Chris Godwin, the guy that I said would lead this team in receptions or fantasy points, uh, ended up with 140 yards, one touchdown, which is 24 fantasy points. Mike Evans made into the double digits, but only with 11.8. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Traquan Smith ended up with 10.8, and the tight ends did nothing on both teams done how about them cowboys six and one after their 20 to 16 victory over the vikings kirk cousins proving that he is bad enough to lose to someone whose name sounds like a terrible 90s biopic who's that cooper rush who had 17.2 points and outscored him in fantasy and who was good enough to support amari cooper at 21 cedric wilson 17.3 always talked about him being a sleeper when he's healthy and cd lamb at 14.2 god i wish cd caught that game-winning touchdown could have won me a week that's them's the breaks kids justin jefferson and Dalvin Cook, disappointing weeks. Um, Justin Jefferson left the game with an injury. Keep your eyes out for that. Dalvin Cook, who knows? He's always injured. Zeke and Pollard, underwhelming in this game. Adam Thielen was the guy for the Vikings with 16.8. Besides Greg Joseph, the field goal kicker, I think, of the week with 12 points. And that's about all I have from that game. All right. Uh, so I'm going to give you tonight's game, Kansas City against New York Giants. Kansas City squeaked by with a win. Uh, kicking a field goal in the last two minutes um, to put them ahead by three points. Patrick Mahomes has got the Madden curse. I mean, he, he I think he had like, he should have had about three interceptions, a fumble. Luckily, uh, you know, the Chiefs were able to recover when it happened or there are penalties that, that didn't turn the ball over. Uh, Daniel Jones on the other side of things. I mean, this guy should just be throwing the ball at the injury tent. He'd probably score more touchdowns since that's where all his wide receivers are. Um, the entire New York Giants team is injured, unfortunately. So, uh, Devontae Booker had a field day. Uh, they were running the ball. He would have got you 15 points. Uh, Darrell Williams also 14 points for the, uh, for the running that he did. He caught, caught the ball out of the backfield a lot tonight. And then, uh, out of nowhere, Derek Gore. Yeah. Just Frank Gore's son, obviously no relation. And, uh, <laughs> he just shows up, scores a touchdown. Ding, ding, ding. Good for him. Well, I got to get through this. I thought I just had the limited time because it was the last one. Uh, the well, loose minute, bro. Wrong. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, 21 points. Everyone else, not that great. Yeah. Yeah. Travis right, Kelsey, huge disappointment. Huge. Patty Mahomes, 14 points. My goodness. Guys, let's bring it right back. I mean, we'll, we can talk headlines, but obviously yeah. the biggest news of the week is Derrick Henry out. Um, if well, you had, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, also, because I don't know if we mentioned it, but James Robinson, uh, he also got injured, but he's fine. Or okay. he's, I did he not mention narrowly, he's narrowly escaped severe injury. Okay. Well, we just started the headlines. We'll get to that. Thank goodness. But Derrick Henry <laughs> out. Uh, anyone who had Derrick Henry in the league was, unless you completely botched, unless you weren't paying attention to your league at all, if you had Derrick Henry, you were probably not only in the playoff position, probably top three in your league. And like primed to win this thing. And now you're feeling terrible about losing the king. Um, potentially he might come back. Anthony he might six come to back. ten weeks. Six to ten. 
So we're going into week nine. So the best you can hope for is start of the playoffs. If you can make it there, if you can limp your way in and he comes back, that would be epic. But yeah, but didn't didn't Carson Wentz and that other guy break a bone in their foot and they were back like three weeks later? But is it the same injury? I, I, I just it's know it's a broken bone in his foot. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, it's a big foot. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it probably matters more for him. Well, he's he's the king. He's a monster in a good way. He's just an absolute specimen. Yeah, so that's super disappointing. Um, I guess I'll con- I'll start with the Thursday night game. Like Moose mentioned earlier, uh, every receiver on the Giants gets injured. Uh, so Kadarius Tony went to that's the locker room. The with Monday, the night, Monday game. night game. Sorry, Monday night game. Uh, went to the locker room with a thumb injury. Questionable. He was questionable to return. He didn't return. Uh, doesn't look good for him. Uh, again, this is a guy that we expect a lot from. Sterling Shepard left with a quad injury. Anthony, you, you sound so sad that you seem questionable to return. To I mean, fantasy. It, everything fantasy. is just so Football. disappointing. Um, <laughs> the injuries this year, like, like Moose mentioned also before, that so it injuries. seems like we say this every but, year, that there's a lot of injuries, but it really feels like it's it, it hasn't stopped. And it's just super yeah. disappointing. But, but someone's got to win. Like if every team lost somebody, someone's got to win. You know what I mean? But it's not, I it's, it, but it's not even that. I was just about to say it's not. It's not like every week like one player gets injured. It's like every week there's like five or six players getting yeah, injured. Like significant. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like one of our injuries. one of the leagues I'm in. It's like because of the injuries and how spread out they are through all the teams. It's like there's so many people tied at like four and three or I don't know what it's going to be after this week, but it's crazy. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Debo Samuel, my my boy, uh, he's nursing a calf injury. So uh, keep an eye on that, too, because uh, his play might be in question. Uh, When you say nursing a calf, I I don't know why, but I pictured like giving giving a bottle of milk to a baby cow. Nursing the calf back to health. Um, Adam White Debo. People of the, the animals. So moving on to the 49ers, uh, Elijah Mitchell dealing with a rib issue. He will be limited. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is that is that baby calf Debo Samuel? <laughs> it had well to be done. done, Moose. It had to be well, done. It did have to be done. <laughs> It did have to be done. It got Anthony a kittle upset, but uh, <laughs> just roll right along. Um, yeah, like I was mentioning, Elijah Mitchell dealing with a rib injury. He will be limited on Wednesday, so keep an eye on that. And then the other San Francisco players, uh, George Kittle, Robbie Gould, and Jeff Wilson, all three are getting close to a return. So keep an eye on those guys this week. Goodness, I forgot Jeff Wilson was on their team. Um, they still have a slew of running backs. It's a unbelievable. Lot, a lot, yeah. Corey Davis has a chance to play Thursday. Keep an eye on that. I mean, with Mike White there, maybe he still can be decent, a decent flex play. Um, Hold on. Do oh, we think Mike White, like that was a flash in the pan? I didn't see the game. Is he good? Is he a good quarterback? Or was well, it just a flash in the pan? He threw two interceptions. Okay. He did. But he also threw some passes that I didn't think he'd be able to throw. I mean, I just missed out on eight grand betting on uh, on the what is it survivor pool, and I Hold bet on. Cincinnati you, over you the didn't Jets. Bet eight grand? No, no, no. I missed out on eight grand right. because of all the people that were in it. So over Cincinnati losing to a backup quarterback and no Corey Davis. I don't understand. Doesn't make sense. Anyways, was, yeah, I'm not gonna get into it. NFL. Um. What we didn't mention uh, when we talked about the Derrick Henry injury is that Adrian Peterson uh, is being signed by the Tennessee Titans. Um, we'll, we'll speak a little bit on that later when we get to the waiver wire uh, streamer okay. section of our episode. Okay. So I won't say any more for that. Uh, Devontae Adams looks like he will ba- be back at practice on Thursday. All signs will point to him returning on Sunday. So pay attention to that. And then CMC may or may not play in week nine or 10, which what a is classic helpful CMC headline. eh? Yeah, that's that's the CMC. That's CMC in a nutshell. Christian McCaffrey may or may not play the next right. two weeks. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. You could have said the same thing every week. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, couple, could couldn't. 
CMC. Could maybe couldn't. I like it. I just have three more. Um, uh, Jameis Winston, who has been a streamer this year, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. has a torn ACL, um, is out for season. So I don't know if Taysom Hill will be healthy. Uh, Trevor Simeon is going to be the backup. Unless Taysom Hill is healthy, but I mean, I don't think you want anything to do with these guys. When Taysom Hill came in last year, he had some good games because he does get you fantasy points with his rushing. But uh, all, I, all I can say this is year. this: whoever picked up Mark Ingram and held on to him for this long is going to be thrilled because they're going to be running a lot. Yeah, they'll use both Ingram and Kim. yeah, yeah, but, but that's that's my should point. be Camara. Yeah, that's my point. They're not going to just yeah. run Camara all day because. You know, they don't want him to get injured and he's going to get tired. Ingram's just going to be that big old one two punch again. Yep. Um, Bringing up the James Robinson. So he escaped serious injury, is expected to be day to day with a foot injury. So uh, his availability is in question this Sunday. Wait, who? 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 James Robinson. Oh, yeah, J Rob. Okay. Uh, so pay attention to that. And then last one, there was another trade. Doesn't really, it could or could not affect you for fantasy. I oh, it think does. it can. But uh, I mean, you should already have the Rams as your defense. But uh, Broncos uh, finalizing a trade, or the, I think the trade went through at this point that Von Miller is now on the Rams. Mm-hmm. But I mean, nobody, the Rams defense should not be available. If you have the Rams defense, this is only making them better for your team. Um, so there you go. But the That's Rams new. will like win more easily, I feel like. So it could almost—I mean, it won't hurt their fantasy offensive players. But and then the Broncos, I feel like the Broncos will be an easier out without Von Miller. He's been injured though, right? I mean, who Von Miller? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, last season, but this season he didn't, he miss, t- didn't he miss. Maybe I don't know. I Anyways, don't know. Regardless, it's it's. But he's healthy now. But Anthony. More importantly, your pick to win the Super Bowl, LA Rams, looking pretty good right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Bucs lost to the Saints. Doesn't sound like a Super Bowl team in the NFC. Cowboys are still the Cowboys. So the Rams could be the favorite in the NFC. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. the Chiefs aren't looking like the Super Bowl team, that's for sure. Chiefs are going to have trouble making the playoffs at this point. Playoffs? I mean, they're playoffs. four and four. They but... squeaked by the Giants. I mean, that if the Giants the maybe didn't lose all their receivers, maybe they could have held held off you know and pulled off the win who knows uh, 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 uh. okay uh gentlemen are we ready to get into waivers and streamers sure thing i'm pulling it up now yeah you better pull it up um the All people right. need to know they need to know so with the derrick Hen- henry injury um people want to know who's the guy to get over there is it jeremy mcnichols or is it adrian peterson i what about darrington evans He's injured. He injured. Oh, IR. Okay. So don't listen to Dave on this one because he's behind us on the knowledge of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would say McNichols. Uh, Adrian Peterson's old. He hasn't had, uh, or sorry, I'll do yeah, it. But for you the he's old. <laughs> yeah. oh. But you got to remember um, what, he did, what he did in Detroit too. And he's got fresh legs. So he's going to be, he's going to have, yeah. he's going to come in. He's going to have yeah. at least two or three good weeks. Hold on. Hold on. The ten, if the Tennessee Titans were the best O-line in the league and that was the reason that their running back was tearing it up this season, I'd say go all in. Get whoever the backup is. But that's not the case at all. The Tennessee Titans, in fact, have a terrible offensive right. line. And it was all Derrick Henry. Like, he is a phenom. He is a freak. He had more yards after contact than most running backs had yards. So right. this is not a copy-paste situation, ladies and gentlemen. If you're the Derrick Henry owner, if you're just looking for waiver wire, I wouldn't expect much from Peterson or McNichols. And actually, I wouldn't be excited about either of them. Sure, pick them up well, if you're desperate. But I really think it's going to be they're going to turn to the passing game and try to unleash A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Well, Jeremy McNichols gets enough in the passing game because he's the third down back. And he's the better um, option. And he, he's the pass catching back. So I would say that Jeremy McNichols will probably be 
more useful to your fantasy team than Adrian Peterson. I think they will both get work. I think Adrian Peterson will squeak in for a couple touchdowns here and there, but I think McNichols is the guy to pick up. You you just can't yeah. leave him for somebody else to pick up. Nobody nobody's saying these guys are going to be league winners. Like obviously they're not Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. I I would take Adrian Peterson over McNichols because Peterson's going to get he has the touchdown upside. He might have the red zone upside. He does have the red zone upside, but just because I have Derrick Henry in the league where I'm first in our league, but I won't be after this week because mm-hmm. Derrick Henry did nothing for me. But uh, watching the Derrick, uh, the Tennessee games, Derrick Henry, he usually makes more of an impact in the second half of the game. You see him struggle through certain drives because like Dave mentioned, the O-line is terrible. So I think Peterson will struggle Yes, like I said, Peter Sitton might get into the end zone in some instances, but I think McNichols on like drive per drive basis might do more for you. It's kind of like okay, so look, we okay, let's just say they're they're both they're both not gonna yeah, they both have their try pluses to pick and minuses, whatever. Okay, outside of the Titans, what what are your options? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, Stay with the well, Titans. Stick with the Titans for a second. Yeah. If you believe in Mike Ravel and these Titans, the underrated Titans who are what six and two six and two now no couldn't be yeah six and two if you still believe in them without Derrick Henry Tannehill is the pickup here because Tannehill is a good quarterback he could be available in leagues and you know people he's like a streamer potentially a starting quarterback for you if you need a quarterback because if they do unleash the pass I think Tannehill can be very very good and you got to figure they're going to be in these blowout type matchups so that's all I'm saying right, all right. If, so if you need so- a quarterback if you yeah. quarterback, yeah. So if uh, so, Moose was just asking, who else can you get out there? So a guy that we said to not draft uh, in the offseason, Michael Carter has shown up in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, no way. There's I no way Michael draft. Carter's just, on waiver wire. I said to draft him. I see him in two of my leagues on waiver wire. So crazy. It, Are those so, eight team leagues? Nope, they're twelve team leagues. Wow. I think wow. one of the leagues might even be one of our leagues because you're in majority of my leagues. You're in four out of five of them. So I own Michael Carter. I see all leagues. of you looking <laughs> elsewhere, so you might be checking the leagues. I own but anyways, all the rookie running backs. So for other people, I think uh, Michael Carter is maybe only on your waiver wire because people are like, I'm not trusting a jet. I'm not trusting Michael Carter. And for that reason, he might still be there. But I think even more so now with Zach Wilson out there and – I mean, Mike White is not going to do what he did this past week every week. So I would say, would you say pick up Michael Carter over the other two guys? That if we he's available, about? you should. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. What about over Ty Johnson? No. No, I'd go Michael Carter. He made his week this week off of nine receptions. I mean, he got 15 carries for 77 yards in a teddy, but he had 14 targets. He caught nine of them. So that was his. Huge bonus, but if that's what it's going to be with Mike White dumping off to Michael Carter, then yeah, I like it. It looks great, and he has a, he has a chunk there where he has um, has some good matchups. Like and before, before I get into some wide receivers and tight ends, uh, I feel like we made fun of somebody in one of our leagues. Uh, it is a silly pickup, but it ended up hitting if he actually did play him. But Boston it's not Scott, silly Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. I just feel like I have to throw them out there. Because Philly is all over the place. Judging based on, so they each got two rushing touchdowns, which is wild. Those easily could have been Jalen Hurts or Kenneth Gainwell or a pass to someone else, Goddard, but they weren't. Um, But based on usage, they were using Boston Scott. Looked like they were like, we'll just use Boston Scott. We'll use Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell will stay Kenneth Gainwell, which is like, you know, he might catch some passes out of the backfield. So disappointing for all the Kenneth Gainwell owners out there. But uh, if you did pick up Boston Scott, yeah, maybe you're a genius. Yeah. Maybe and you should put some spice on that taco. I don't know if you guys have any I more. Mean, ad- they were they were playing Detroit. Yeah, yes. exactly. Let's temper, they were let's playing, temper yeah. expectations here. They were playing Detroit. Don't expect that every week uh, from any of the tight ends. Uh, Detroit's terrible. Um, as far as wide receivers, I only had two here. I don't know if you guys have other ones, but I had Devontae Parker and Pat Fryermuth. And the only reason why I put Devontae Parker, he's a boomer bust type guy, but yeah. I believe Miami is playing Houston this coming mm-hmm. week. Is that correct? Who, by the way, I will take this opportunity to point out that the Jets won – 
The Texans didn't. Moose, you're mm-hmm. in trouble for that bet, my friend. Houston well, is, is worse than the Jets. So far. So, so far. far. And the Jets lost Zach Wilson. So, wild. Um, um, I like yeah, they are uh, the ones Houston. you mentioned. I don't like Devontae Parker. Um, okay. Moose Rule plays with the Dolphins. Totally unreliable. He's probably going to be in and out with injuries. I would not waste a waiver wire pick on him. But Pat Fryermuth is... With well, how bad Big Ben plays and how quickly he needs to get rid of the ball. Well, that's a tight end. I was saying receivers, but... But you mentioned Pat Fryer. Okay. Did I? You, you did. Oh, Pat I, yeah. I, I meant uh, Jamal Agnew. Oh, well, you guys can talk about Jamal Agnew. Well, pick him up. <laughs> He's the LaVisca of this week, so he'll be using the running game, uh, receiving game. Uh, he's the gadget player, and if you have return yards in your league, then go pick him go up. Inspector Agnew. So yeah, so then tight ends. Sorry, Pat Fryermuth and Jesse James. I had just as honorable mention because Graham's out and Cole Komet is not looking very good. But and he, uh, Eric Ebron's invisible this year. Pat Fryermuth is getting. Yeah. They're trusting him more and more in Dynasty. Huge pickup, Pat like Fryermuth, if you can grab him. Um, but I even like him for redraft this year for the rest of the season. Yeah. What about, um, what about Gentry? Oof. They also got him involved as well in Pittsburgh. No, uh, I I would still no. stick with Fryermuth. I was just saying more in terms of Fryermuth. You know, is it Pat? Is it Gentry? Like, who's going to be the guy? I think it's Pat at. Um, I think it's Pat at tight end. Yeah, I, I would. It's Patrick. I, would I mean, this is a, a game where they scored 15 points, Pittsburgh, and Pat Fryermuth had 12 fantasy points, four receptions for 44 as a tight end. Yeah. Pretty, pretty pedestrian tight end numbers, but it's about as good as you can hope for. And there's well, been. I only I only say because Gentry got five targets, just didn't score the tutty. Uh, yes, but uh, Pat Farmer had back-to-back weeks of seven targets, mm-hmm. so uh, he's looking looking a little better. Just saying. All right, want to move on to streamers? Oh, that we do, Anthony. But I thought we were talking we Jamal Agnew. Do. Yeah, we'll talk oh, about. Him. Well, we just said talk that about him. You yeah, can talk well, more I, about I, him. I think you. I think he's someone. I think he's a sleeper. I think you got to pick him up. I think you find someone on your bench who uh, hasn't been performing and you pick up Jamal Agnew all season. I knew you were going to say that all season. Dave's been saying that somebody in uh, Jacksonville is going to start shining. Well, it's Jamal Agnew. And if you have return yards, if he ever returns another 98 uh, yard kickoff, that's uh, huge points. You know what? I hope he does turn into a fantasy superstar. So then, like on a weekly basis, we can be like, "But he's Agnew," instead oh, of old, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I don't like that. No. I don't like what you just. You, did. you took a shot. Shoot or shoot, Miss. Yeah. Shoot or shoot. You shot your shot. Um. Streamers. All right. Moving on to streamers. All right. I put. Taysom Hill down here as the first uh, guy. He's on track to return. Might not be this week, but Trevor Simeon's the guy. I would say do not stream Trevor Simeon. If Taysom Hill does play, I would say stream him. But Trevor Simeon, we saw what he used to do in Denver, was not too great. He probably won't do enough to be worth a pickup. I, I think Simeon is better than Taysom Hill. And if anything, they'll just wildcat Taysom Hill like they did uh, with Drew Brees. Quite possible. But when he filled in for Drew Brees, like I mentioned, he did just the running game. It was barely the passing. And I think Trevor Simeon won't be a bad quarterback. Like, I think he'll do enough. Maybe for real football, he'll be good enough. But I would say even if Taysom Hill is healthy, it's going to be Taysom Hill in there. for Just because he's had more reps at that position. And he'll be good. And they're playing the Falcons this week. Oh, God. That's a game I'm not going to want to watch, but we'll see. Um, well, you could have said that about a lot of games this week, and then they're complete reversals like Bengals, Jets, Bucks, Saints. Still, it was Chiefs, it, Giants. It, like, it, there were games that made you upset. The wow. one o'clock slate was just it was made me want to break my TV. Upsetting. For yeah. fantasy. For everything. For everything. Oh, yeah. Bears, 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, another quarterback this week that I think is streamable or another two is 
Tua and Carson Wentz if they're avail- Carson Wentz if he's available. They have very good matchups this week. Uh, Tua is playing Houston, uh, so I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Uh, and then the other one is. Carson Wentz uh, against the great Mike White and the New York Jets. Yeah, so worse, it's going to be a shootout between the two of them. Obviously, so. two great offenses. Yeah, just two <laughs> terrible teams carrying the ball out. <laughs> it's going to be thirteen shooting to the 10. ball, shooting the ball into into the other de- defensive players. Yeah, that's on Thursday, by the interception way. Interception so. after interception. Yeah, jeez, yeah. I'm not looking forward to that one. Um, all right, and then some streamable defenses. I got Saints, Colts, and the Colts. Saints, yeah, Colts, put, and the Colts. Yeah, yeah. I you put Colts, twice. Twice. put Colts in Indianapolis, Las That's Vegas. Okay. They're so streamable against the Jets, against Mike White and the Jets. I don't know, Mike White. You know what? I think it was a flash in the pan. I would stream the Colts against the Jets. Um, I would certainly stream the Saints against the Falcons if they're available. Um, if people drop the Patriots, they're playing the Panthers this week. I would definitely do that. Las Vegas uh, against Las Vegas the, against Giants. the Giants. Las Vegas. Yep. That's a play. Texans Dolphins. <laughs> Can you stream? I don't know. Stream the defenses against each other. I don't know. Um, and then I don't know who else. That's about it. The other games you probably don't want to touch. Packers Chiefs has no. blowout shootout and Titans Rams written all over Cardinals 49ers. Yeah. So I like those ones. Those are good options. What about Bears Steelers? Do you feel like um Either of those are streamable, like the maybe, Bears defense, maybe the Steelers, Steelers and no. or, and or Steelers. People have dropped the Steelers in leagues against Justin Fields on Monday night. This is the Wait, game. Anthony. How, this how, how many game. points? How many points did they score the Steelers uh, this past week? Because I put eleven them in, in points. Our, the defense. Oh, I scored them out last minute in our halftime league. Thank you. Did we we destroyed our halftime league. Yeah, there you we go. Destroyed our halftime league. We scored like one hundred thirty points to. Yeah, 130 to 109. Sorry, team. Try next season. Who was six and one? We like usurped the first place in the league. Nice. Killed it. I mean, we got a good team. Maddie Stafford, Aaron Jones went off. Robert Woods, Michael Pittman, Randy Bullock. No, you put the Bills in. We had the Bills at 11 points. Did Bullock? Uh, did the Did he kick well this past game? Yeah, Bullock had 12 points, bro. Talked about it in my I recap. P- I picked Talked him about up. It in my Dave Dash, bro. I picked him up last you second listen, before the game started. Or are you started. just like focusing on your own Harrison hurry up? On, on my own. And I don't know what's going on with your camera. Like you're, you're going super bright and now you're super pixely. It's the like. lights, man. I move my face for a second and the lights go crazy. I'm sorry, YouTube. <laughs> if you're watching us on YouTube, I apologize. But I'll try not to move my face at all from this position the rest of the time. All right. Is that it for streamers and yeah. uh, wave streamers and streamers? Streamers and uh, waiver wire. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty. So we can jump into our beer rankings real quick. Yeah. All right. I feel bad that we put Derek Henry at 24 that time, 24 beers, because now he's now he's hurt. But man, I miss you, Derek. I miss you. This one's for you. Um, all right. Let's start it off. I'll kick it off with our guy, Anthony's guy. I've been high on him since last season. Uh, Anthony it was one of Anthony's big sleepers in the preseason. That's Michael Pittman Jr. coming off a huge performance, 10 receptions, two tutties. He looks like he, he's one of those. He looks like a volume guy and a contested catch guy. All in one right now for the Colts. Not a super high power throwing offense, but still someone you want to play. Somebody's got to catch it. And we have met a consensus five beers against the Jets. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we know it's going to be a blowout. So mm-hmm. start him. Moose, talk to us about Michael Carter. Uh, he's a running back. Plays for the New York Jets. <laughs> he's a rookie. Uh, no, he should have a fantastic game. Uh, they are playing. Um, who do we say they're playing? Well, we just said the Colts. Colts, Colts, Colts. Jets. Try to keep um, up. <laughs> Colts have pretty good defense, so I think it could go either way. We have we have met a consensus three. Yes, because we don't want people to get too excited because of those nine receptions. He's not going right. to get fourteen targets every game. So don't get That's too like a flex excited. If yes. you're in, you can flex him. You can flex him. Flex him. Flex him. Anthony, uh, we talked about Jamal Agnew ad nauseum. I'm not super high on him. I have him to two, but he is a consensus three. Yeah. I, I, think, he's, I, I think he's a great flex. Yeah, I think he's a great flex too. He, like I mentioned earlier, he's a gadget player. And DJ Chark's out. Uh, Marvin Jones is getting old. 
old. And I, I think, thought I think he, he's, but taken, he's Marvin Jones Jr. I think he's junior, taken yeah. a step up from gadget player. I think he was a gadget player, but now they're like, well, maybe he's our best receiver. We'll see. I mean, he's certainly on his way to Still becoming the best receiver on the Jags. But uh, the Jags are terrible. So I think that's yeah. the only reason why he might not play well some weeks. It's not due to him not playing well. It's due to his quarterback play or the play calling. They're just awful. Yeah. Urban Meyer, you never know what pants he has on. His party pants. His How many or, Halloween costumes were Urban Meyer with his pink sweater and, the, and his beige pants? Quite a few. Quite a few this Halloween. Is that what you, Anthony? What did you dress up as? Not Halloween. No? no, you didn't go like Egyptian. No, kind of pharaoh thing. But no, didn't no girlfriend up. making me dress up in <laughs> in any <laughs> weird costume this year. I dressed up as a fantasy uh, champion this year, so I just wore a blue collared shirt and a shaved head. Yeah. Well, you, you, but my you hair grew back. You definitely have back. to dress up to be a champion. Oh, <laughs> I tossed him up. I lobbed it up for you. Uh, I guess we know Cam Dynasty Championships. Cortland Sutton is at a consensus three, um, mainly because Cowboys have a great defense. I'm a little worried. I'm at a two. I'm a little worried about Trayvon Diggs, who has been unstoppable, best corner in the league right now. So I'm worried about him shutting down Cortland Sutton. But well, will know. he cut? Will he shut? down him or jerry judy looks like he'll be making his return this coming week yeah yeah i still think, no, I think it'll, it'll be, be sudden judy will no, need judy will still need a another week to probably get judy back play into the hey, okay. he only got five points i mean dun, dun, respectable dun, dun. for a returning injured player oh man this next one move some uh, allow, allow me if there's <laughs> if there's one quarterback who's worse than jared goff it's matt ryan and and not talent wise, just in fantasy wise, because Matt Ryan has everything at his disposal. He has a, a wide receiver who's <laughs> well, also not, a running back who's doing a yeah. pretty good job. Mm-hmm. He's got generational talent at tight end. He had a very talented wide receiver one. Calvin mm-hmm. Ridley is we didn't stepping, that. stepping away from football now to take care of personal mental health issues. Yeah. So how long should people expect to be without Calvin Ridley? Out, the whole season. Out, gone. The whole season gone wow. Wow, wow 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 yeah you don't step away from millions of dollars for like one week like when you say you're stepping away that means like don't expect me to be back anytime soon so they have russell gage who by all accounts is you know the wide receiver too and pretty talented when he had his opportunities they didn't even get one target this week ridiculous ridiculous, ridiculous. so i don't know if it's the coaching if it's the game script if it's Matt Ryan, but Atlanta is terrible on offense. So we have Matt Ryan at a one. Yeah. Don't stream Do him. Not. Don't stream him. Don't start him. Do not trust not Matt Ryan. That's a risk. That's not a beer I'd like to drink. No, no, yeah. no, no. All right. Well, DJ Moore's next on our list. We have him in a consensus three. Uh, DJ Moore's great. Sam Darnold is not. The Panthers are against the Patriots. The Patriots are great. And what do they do? They love to shut down your number one offensive weapon with McCaffrey out. That's clearly DJ Moore. Expect him to see a lot of their best cornerbacks, double coverage. Um, and Darnold's going to be seeing ghosts out there like he did back in the Jets days. So mm. DJ Moore, you might have to flex him. Um, so that's why we have him at three. But don't expect much. Uh, Anthony, your boy, Jalen Waddle. What will we do with him this you week? You might as well just do both. The next two because they go hand in hand. Mm, that they do. Waddle and Tua. It's a Tua for one. Tua for one. Um, yes, like I said, their rapport, their they're they're used to each other from college. Uh they're playing the Houston Texans. I think there will be a lot of fantasy points in this game. It's gonna be a terrible game of like two terrible teams just throwing the ball and there's gonna be points. So uh Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle we have at a consensus four and two at a Tua at a consensus four. So Tua, we said, was one of our streamers. Go ahead and stream him and slot in Waddle. He can even be your wide receiver, too. He doesn't have to be limited to just the flex spot. I like it. Waddle times Tua equals four. Four beers. Uh, Moose, Adam Thielen we have at a consensus five. Uh, Anthony's the lowest on him. I'm a little bit worried about Justin Jefferson leaving the game and the injury. Thielen outscored him 
this past week. The Vikings are going against the Ravens. The Ravens have had trouble against the pass. I kind of like Thielen this week. I kind of like yeah. Thielen. And and maybe, we don't have it on here, but maybe in deeper leagues, if you're struggling, KJ Osborne. Mm. Yeah, potentially. What about Ty Conklin this week? Yeah, yeah. well, I'm, a, I'm always a firm believer in Ty Conklin. So if you <laughs> desperately need a tight end, i go Ty Conklin. All right, guys. Am I crazy to continue to put my faith in Justin Herbert. Like he he's had a lot of really bad weeks, but I, I think including this past week wasn't exceptional for fantasy, but I really think he's amazing. So we have a consensus five. Is that crazy? Is it reasonable? I don't, I don't think it's crazy. I mean, the okay. guys allowed to have some down weeks. Thank you. He's a sophomore. He, he's still learning. He's still on the chargers that seem to struggle to get wins. Sometimes like they struggled all last year so you know they found a little bit more of a rhythm this year and he's having i guess a low still qb10 on the year yeah but uh he's got so much talent around him i wouldn't worry about him keep him at five don't think about replacing him with anyone don't get too cute at this point justin herbert will be fine good um anthony question is aaron jones elite uh, he is elite. That he is, because he proves it time and time again. And with all the people that were out last week, he was a surefire start. He was incredible. We expect him to be good again this week against the Chiefs, the miserable Chiefs. He might be mentioned so, in our Reddit segment, too. Mm, we have him as a six this yes. week. And then, Anthony, what about Tyler Higby? Uh, I want to swear so much, but uh, just <laughs> just replace him. Just go with somebody else. I mean, this is the only guy not getting the ball uh, or not being productive on the Rams offense. Even um, Van Jefferson has been getting in, uh, getting like double digits more than Tyler Higby. So I would say just find another tight end to roll with. I'm sick of it. Maybe Pratt Fryer move. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Gronk, maybe Gronk himself. Maybe Ty Conklin. You know, there's got to be somebody out there. Yeah, so we have a oh, consensus too. Man, well, that was great. That was our beer rankings. One to six, one being the riskiest, six being the safest, if you didn't already catch that. Uh, happy drinking, folks. Drink responsibly. Um, all right, is it time for that segment? Uh, I believe so. <laughs> Hold on, I just because just we were talking about it, I just a headline popped up, and apparently Sean Payton was being interviewed, and they asked who the QB was behind Trevor Simeon, and he responded, Camara. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so they really don't like the rookie Ian Book, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think it's time for They Said It On Reddit. That one was really sassy. 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 Yeah. Sassy. Well, it's about our guy. You know what, Anthony? I'm going to go ahead and read it for you, okay? Because oh. you're going to, you're well, unless you want to, but I think this might upset you. Uh, I'm a little upset, so you can read it. Okay, so the Reddit is from user Arthur Dank, D-A-Y-N-K. Sir, sir. Sir Arthur. You know what? I thought that was user. He's smart. (laughs) He's smart. Uh, Sir Arthur Dank, thank you. And his title is, Who is the RB1 Rest of Season, R-O-S? Derek Henry may be out. (laughs) Derek Henry may be out for the season. CMC is hurt per usual, and Cook has battled injuries and has been a bit underwhelming so far. Those are three of the consensus top running backs coming to the year. Who would you consider to be the top running backs the rest of the season? A poignant question. So I can rattle off the top 15 for you guys or top 12 if you'd like. And then that'll before we do, before we do, we should put our, our names, our players in the hat, throw, throw them in the ring first. I got my guy. I know who I'm going to say, but I'm biased, totally biased Uh, for rest of season. I really want to see, like, I want to, I want to see strength of schedule and and look matchups, but um, I got my guy. If you have elite guys, I mean, schedule shouldn't really matter that much. Okay. Well, I mean, it does matter. Like David Montgomery was like finished fourth on the year last year because of schedule. Yeah, but David Montgomery is no, you know, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry doesn't matter who he plays against. That's He's, the point. Yeah. So yeah, you're trying David to Montgomery, find. So for the if you ask this question at this point last year, David Montgomery would have been a great answer. But nobody. Right. But I'm saying there's still yeah. player. So 
still elite players out there. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get things kicked off here because I think I know where Anthony's going. I'm going to go with my guy, my boy, and I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that it's true for one of our leagues, Jonathan Taylor. I love Jonathan Taylor. He is clearly, oh man, I shouldn't even, met, like, I'm actually uncomfortable mentioning it because now I'm speaking into existence, but he is that workhorse back for a team that doesn't have a lot of fantasy options. Um, and uh, I, I think he could easily lead the rest of the way. He's 17 and a half points per game. I think he's in the top three on, on the year. He might even be number two on the year. Um, he's got the Jets, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Tampa, not great games. Then Houston, bye week, New England, Arizona, Vegas. Decent schedule. For me, it's it's got to be Alvin Kamara. He's the best. Now, so there's two there's two schools of thought here, Miss, because there's the, okay, you lose your quarterback, you bring in the backup, you're going to rely on your best player, which is Alvin Kamara. But then there's the, well, if their offense isn't as good with Trevor Simeon or whoever, and they're not rolling as well, then there's fewer opportunities for said stud running back. So, like, which way do you lean? Yeah, but, like, I don't think that Jameis Winston was miles ahead of Trevor Simeon. He's a a good quarterback, but he's not – it's not like you're losing Drew Brees or Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. Like, Jameis Winston, he's an average quarterback. Yeah, he's average, but he got the job done. Trevor, Trevor, yeah, but Trevor okay, Simeon. Fine, Trevor Simeon also got the job done when he was in Denver. So for well, me, for uh, me, I don't he did not get the job done. Really, for me, I I don't see like that much well, of a change. He lost. He lost to Drew Locke. Is what happened. Lost That's, well, he's Locke. a career. He's a career backup. But I honestly don't. I don't think. And much then, changes. what if Taysom Hill does come in? Like it, when health when he's healthy, he's going to come in. And then we saw what happened last year with Taysom Hill. Vulturing all those opportunities. So yeah, here's from- here's the thing though is if I'm Sean Payton and Taysom Hill comes back and he's healthy, there's no way I'm risking Taysom Hill's health. I'm not telling Taysom Hill to go crashing through lines to score touchdowns or uh, you know put his body on the line like he normally does because then you have all you have left is Trevor Simeon. Okay. So just to to mention to people, so Dave, you had picked. Uh, CMC to finish as the highest scoring uh, running back. And Moose, the year? Yeah, you picked yeah. Kamara. So Moose is sticking with Kamara. I picked Dalvin Cook. Uh, he's clearly out of the running as well. But I'm going to go with my boy from last year, uh, Austin Eckler, who Moose said would be outside the top 15 mm. as his bold bet. And he is number three on the year right now. Mm, Derek Henry, number year. one. Jonathan Taylor, number two. Austin Eckler. I mean, with Herbert struggling, Austin Eckler had a 21-point week. He's a guy that can run the ball well, and he gets a lot of reception. So I say uh, he sticks. He he stays there. So really good uh, end of year uh, schedule for him as well. Yeah, the, of course we like we've left guys on the board like Aaron Jones, who is elite as well. But I we have seen AJ Dillon get in there some games and take take quite a few reps away from Aaron Jones. Uh, some drives, they use A.J. Dillon for the whole drive. So uh, I think that limits him a little bit. If we want to go deeper, I mean... Yeah, but I feel, I, like, I feel like this week, <clears throat> prior to the uh, Kalen Hill injury, they might have just been trying to put Dillon on uh, expose before the trade deadline. Put Dillon? Yeah. I don't think they're going to want to get rid of Dillon. I don't know. I see what they get. The see what they get for him. But then you know, Kylan Hill got injured, and you know now here's an, here's an important distinction to make with this question, though. When we're saying who's going to be the RB one rest of season, do we mean who will finish RB one now that all these players are out, or who from this point onwards will score the most points? Well, what is he asking? What does he What does he want to know? Who or is like the RB one rest of season? So is he trying to make a trade? Like what? What do you no, think the intention no, is? So okay, so we picked some obvious ones. Let's go a little deeper. So I'm gonna go deeper, and I'm gonna say, I'm I'm gonna th- throw out my boy Damien Harris as, I the, say, as the number one. At no point is Damien Harris gonna come close to number one. Playing playing like an RB one. He didn't say we'll finish the RB one on the year. He said we'll be an RB one rest. Top of the running season. backs rest. Of the he season, has yeah. been playing like an RB one the past three weeks, which so is just, why just on their respective teams. Well, I would no, no, assume in so. general overall. In 
overall who will be an RB1 rest of season because now with those high-end guys being injured and not producing, basically the numbers I mean, that okay, Damian so Harris is putting up is RB1 numbers now. The, the way I'm reading this is he's asking, let's say, let's say brand new season started right now. What he's asking is if yes. we did it, if we did a draft right now, who would be who would you draft with your first picks? Yeah, basically. You're not okay. picking you're not you're not picking Damian Harris, that's for sure. Well, we told so okay, hold hold the phone here. So let let me let me hold give you the hold let me thing. give you the top fifteen. Okay. Derek Henry, who's injured now. Oh. Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Aaron yep. Jones, yep. Najee Harris, Najee Harris, Kamara. Yep. That could be one. Alvin Kamara, mm-hmm. Joe Mixon, yeah. DeAndre Swift, Corderell Patterson, Ezekiel nope. Elliott, Darrell Henderson Jr. Ah, Darrell Henderson, Dark Horse. Leonard Fournette, James Robinson, Damian Harris, and Kareem Hunt, who is injured now. So that puts Melvin Gordon in at 15. So we're going rest of season now. So if you had if those were the top 15 running backs, so that's excluding Derrick Henry and excluding Kareem Hunt, I would say that. If you're like Leonard Fournette, Damian Harris, Darrell Henderson, okay, rest so of maybe, season. Maybe you're taking Damian Harris at the back end. If you're the twelfth guy drafting, maybe you're taking Damian Harris. But I think that what he's what it, that's what he's asking. He's asking yeah. who's going to have a, well, a good. That's my good dark stretch. horse one. I I yeah. I'm going Eckler as my one, and I'm saying as my dark horse it would be Damian Harris. And if you want to throw in some guys that are outside that, you have James Conner. Nick Chubb is at 18th, who's healthy again. So Nick Chubb could well, find his way. And like it doesn't matter what their ranking is because this point onwards, right? So like, can Dalvin Cook bounce back here, guys? Because his schedule. Well, if he's healthy, yeah, absolutely. But he's. It's got Chargers, Green Bay, San Fran, Detroit. He's healthy. You're not benching him. So he's just not playing. Well, he mentioned injured or not playing well. Right. Dalvin Cook is not playing well because Minnesota is not very good. Right, 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 right. right. I think it's Christian Kirk who's not very good. Christian Kirk? Sorry, Christian Kirk. Kirk Cousins. You messed up your Kirks. (laughs) I think it's uh, Spock who's not very good. Remember, Remember, I think we said this. We said... We said if Kirk Cousins is having an off day, just everybody's going to have a bad day. Yeah. And that's it's often. It's often. Well, it's a great question. And, you know, yeah, from trade perspective, it's if you if you really wanted to be bold, you would try and find the person that you think is going to be that guy for the rest of the year and go get him. Um, And you can look at strength of schedule. You can look at the bad defenses that are coming up who has favorable matchups. Um. Yeah, I not good I would, luck to you. Yeah, I would say uh, before before anything happens, I would say try to get Mark Ingram dirt cheap. Go go with go with what Dave said. You know, some people are are leaning both ways with the quarterback situation. I would really promote the the idea that it it won't be a good running situation, but I believe that they're going to lean heavily on both of them, which is probably why they went out and got Mark Ingram in the first place. Um, so yeah, I, I would try to scoop them up dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Dirt cheap. All right. Well, that was fun. Thanks, you user Sir Arthur Dank. Thanks for your question and thanks for your support. Guys, I really wanted to, in honor of Derrick Henry, drink, uh, who is the king, drink a Budweiser on today's episode, which is the king of beers. But I couldn't bring myself to drink a Budweiser. I found a tall can at the store, and I was like, I I can't. I They're gross, and they give me an instant headache. So I didn't, but I did have that sentiment um, for king of beers. But instead... And I don't mean to, you know, poke fun at it. And I hope Derrick Henry comes back. I you know I owned him and I had him in one of my leagues where, you know, I was sure to win the championship. I uh, picked a Hoyne down easy, pale ale, because uh, Derrick Henry went down far too easy this week with that foot injury. Hope you come back, Derek. This one's for you. It's pale ale, pretty good though, pretty good little beer. I uh, uh, I did not drink a beer tonight. Oh, okay. Me neither. Okay, I had Dave. a water. <laughs> and I had a boobly, a, a blackberry boobly. Ooh, boobly. Ooh, blackberry. And then it has oh. my famous, uh, if you're on YouTube, you could see it. It has my famous uh, sign off on the. It says chow? Oh. It says chow. Cute, 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 cute. Moose, what are you drinking? Nothing? Nothing. 
All right. Well, I held it down with the down easy. But uh, hey, guys, I saw Dune this uh, weekend. But I don't won't say, say anything. anything. I'm seeing it tomorrow, so don't I say won't. anything. Can I just say this? Do, as you're, as familiar, you're familiar. There's six books. Yes. Okay. How much of the books did you anticipate this movie covering? Well, I assume the first one. Okay. So you expect multiple movies? Well, they've already signed on for a sequel. It's already yeah. greenlit and everything. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm thinking there could be three, four movies. Like, I don't know. That's what I think. But Re- realistically, it's more, I like it. Realistically, like I know, I know the whole story. I know the whole thing. So like realistically, Dune, in, well, in fact, um, a lot of people accused uh, George Lucas of, of ripping off Dune to make Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So r- realistically, in my opinion, Dune could be as vast as Star Wars can be. Like, you know how you're doing all these, they're doing all yes. these little spinoffs of Star Wars? Yes. Um, Dune could easily, um, I mean, I mean, a lot of people have, are only just learning about Dune now, but Dune is like big. It's big old following. It's old, big old, following. big following. Yeah. Like there's, uh, there's tons to go off of, but it's been kind of, uh, what do you, what do you call that when movies are, uh, cult following? That's it. That's it. It had a cult following. Yeah. And there was, there was a, there's been a whole whack of video games over the years. Um, as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's a board very game. Cool. There's a Dune board game. That's apparently oh. very complicated to play. I would imagine. Anyways, go check it out. Moose, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about it. Um, happy Halloween to all our listeners out there. And uh, good luck heading into week nine. It's officially week nine is the halfway point. So when you're halfway through the kind of uh, you know early slate of games or, or halfway through the... When the early slate of games is done, we're officially halfway through the season of fantasy football. Yeah. Right? It week makes you kind of go... Whoa, we're halfway there. Check your waivers and see what's there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was fantastic. Moose, other words of wisdom? Uh, Always put your best gut forward, even though, you know, at the halfway mark, you might have a disappointing gut. Put it forward anyways (laughs) and uh, keep your head high. Drink some more beer. And the Kelvin is dropping. Each week, so make sure you bundle up out there, stay warm, and with all the craziness that happened this past week in the NFL, you might be asking yourself, what's going to happen in week nine, and we do know. Thanks, as always, thanks for listening. (laughs) See you next time. Ciao.